My views on the supernatural. The thoughts I gave on this topic while streaming were related to a segment I saw on a podcast called Trash Taste. To help give context to my ramblings, I'll show you the part that inspired them. Roswell, do you believe in yeah. ghosts, Shay? I do, yeah. Why? Because I've had like paranormal experiences myself. Like, like what? So one of the scariest ones I had was in in Sydney. There's, yeah. there's this place uh, in Manly called the Quarantine Center. Yeah. And it was during World War One, I, I think, yeah. was the place where like all the soldiers used to stop by mm. from overseas to get quarantined in case they had like right. illnesses and sickness yeah. and stuff like that. So a lot of people died at this place yeah. naturally, right? Um, and they have like these like nighttime tours for this place that you can go and like, you can go to like the hospitals and like all, it's very <laughs> creepy stuff, right? Uh, so I went with my sister once for her birthday, I think it was. And my sister has like this weird, I guess you'd call it sixth sense, if you will. You know, take that take that how you will, right? Take that how you will. Bruce but, Willis quivering and jealousy. Yeah, take that how you will, but like she, she has like that, whatever that is. Um, and there was this one moment where she was inside, we were inside the hospital and I don't have anything like that. I don't, I don't pretend to feel like, oh, I, I feel a ghost mm. present or anything like that. I just yeah. find it fascinating. But then we went into this like particular, like I think it was like a nurse room and my sister just stopped and just immediately started breaking down crying. And I was like, what's wrong? Like, well, it's just a dark room. Like you've, you've been through this entire hospital and it's this room where she just suddenly breaks down. And she's like, I can't, I can't move past this point. Mm. And she just couldn't explain it. There was just, she just felt something in this one particular room. And then later we found out that was the place where they would euthanize all the soldiers that yeah. couldn't survive whatever illness yeah. it was. So like, that's where like all the soldiers like basically died. And I was mm. like, okay, look, like you can believe in like sixth sense or, and all that kind of shit all you want, but you have to admit that's pretty fucking terrifying, especially when you're yeah. there in person, yeah, you don't go up, through an entire hospital and then immediately start breaking down in a room. Well, I, I, I might if I went yeah, to honestly, known for trauma. You could do that like if that. your headspace is there, right? She might you have know? seen so much. But she was fine throughout the entire hospital, except for this one room. What it might have been building up. Now, like for the entirety of human history, right? Never has a supernatural explanation superseded a natural one. All throughout human history, we explain shit with supernatural stuff and then later, it was replaced with a natural explanation. These terms, as nebulous as nebulous and hard to define as they are, you can understand what I'm trying to say there. That's, that's always been the case. For the entirety of human history, people have had wildly conflicting ideas of the supernatural. Independently, different societies have developed crazy rituals of symbols and, and dances and sacrifices to influence the world and gods. They've invented literally thousands of gods, thousands upon thousands. And that's those we know about. They've in invented creatures of the sky, of the sea, of, of in, in lava, these mythical beasts that are now things that we use as foundations for stories we tell in video games. Independently, civilizations have developed rich spiritual lives that are entirely contradictory and cannot equally be true. If you believe in the supernatural, you still have to accept that the overwhelming majority of it has to be nonsense because it's all contradictory. And yet, despite certain people's spiritual lives and supernatural experiences being complete nonsense, they are so satisfying and emotionally rich to them. In fact, whole civilizations had supernatural, spiritual experiences that were so rich and real to them, but that have to be based on nonsense. Knowing this history, when a person has a situation like that, where the manly quarantine center is a um, ghost 
uh, uh, tour, right? They bring you in at night in a strange environment and tell you stories to, in, to elicit a psychological response from you. In that scenario, if you're walking through and your sister seems fine to you and then she starts breaking down and crying, your response should be not, my perception of her emotional state was true. It should be, oh, I guess my sister wasn't doing very well after all. But Joey is so confident in his perception of his sister's emotional state that he believes there must be, there must be a supernatural explanation that exists there as opposed to him simply being wrong about his sister's emotional state prior to her crying on the floor or whatever the hell she was doing. He believes the combination of her being perfectly fine and then bad and her being in a particular room confirms the supernatural. How many rooms do you think are in a quarantine facility? 100? 200? So we're looking at, you know, a 1 in 100, 1 in 200 chance of her being in a particular room when she broke down? Given that some rooms will be towards the beginning of the facility, at the end, there's no way in hell people who go into a ghost, town, ghost tour go into or, or 100, 200 rooms. There's probably like a 1 in 50 chance that anyone who breaks down crying from the psychological responses that are elicited for, for monetary value by these people, that it's going to be in that room. In no reality is a 1 in a 50 chance something that you'd have to explain with a supernatural occurrence. But, but Joey has such confidence in his perceptions of another person's emotional state, such confidence in his own emotional perception of reality, and he believes one in 50 so extreme that supernatural events must be an explanation here. That should seem absurd to you, right? But this is going on everywhere all the time. And I wanted to make a video about it, but why would I do that? He's not exaggerating for revenue. In multiple cases, Joey has explained that he believes in the supernatural. Like, take psychics, for example, right? God has a, had a, um, Giguk had a thing that he said. He's like, oh yeah, sure, I believe to an extent in the supernatural because I think there's some things out there that can't be explained. The explanation of, it probably didn't happen, your brain is bad, is an explanation. It's just not usually a satisfying one. So take, for example, psychics. Psychics are a combination of Barnum statements um, willingness to believe, um, and, and uh, uh, profiling. This has been demonstrated time and time again. In controlled circumstances, psychics cannot perform better than average, um, better than random chance. Uh, people who have retired from psychics have explained this in books, but people still believe in psychics. Oh, for those unaware, Barnum statements are, like, I don't have the skill myself, but it's uh, like um, an argument recently had some emotional significance to you. This seems like something specific about you, but in reality, it doesn't specify a time, it doesn't specify a topic with, with a person, with who, and so a person who wants to believe will be like, you know what, four weeks ago I actually had an argument with my significant other about money, how did you know? But this statement applies to everyone. It seems really specific when you hear it for the first time, but it applies to everyone. It, you could even say, if you didn't have an argument, You'd be like, well, I don't think I had an argument. And the person will say, well, did you think about having an argument recently? And that emotionally affected you. And you go, well, actually, yeah, I did. I did have an, I, I thought about having an argument with my spouse about money. Didn't end up happening, though. And you can always fill in the gaps. It's, but people still believe in it. Ouija boards, known for, for endless eons, I mean, endless, many decades, um, to be the idiomotor effect. 
And so it seems like it's floating, but in reality, the people who are touching it are actually moving it. And this has been demonstrated time and time again. You remove the board, you flip it over, you blindfold the people and suddenly it stops working. But people still believe in Ouija boards. We, we have for now hundreds of years developed intricate ways to examine reality. We can show you microscopic organisms. We can show you planets light years away, effectively to, to some degree. We can detect like trace amounts of stuff in the air with complicated um, uh, instruments, right? And yes, at the same we, we and yet we still have not been able to find things that correspond with certain people's emotional experiences. But at the same time, we have just an incredible amounts of information about the human brain that suggests that it's not very good at judging reality, perceiving it in an unbiased way, perceiving it as it actually is. But there's still some people who, with all the evidence of how we misremember things, we, we, we rewrite our own memories, that we, we make false connections between different things, like we, all, all these like, endless different cognitive biases that we have, there are some people who still have an incredible confidence in their own ability to perceive reality to the extent where even if all evidence suggests that their perceptions are wrong, they will still hold to them. It drives me mad. And so I could have made all this into a video chat, but why would I? Exactly. Why would you waste time on that XD? It would get 30,000 views, be preaching to the choir. Why stress myself out? Why take time away from doing things that I enjoy more or making content that more people enjoy? But imagine a person believing, being so confident, not only in that their perception at the time was accurate, but that they remember their perception accurately, being that, being that competent, confident in their perceptions, to in, a, in front of a million people plus, say, my sister has the ability to detect high concentrations of death. She has that magic power. Without a hint of shame, self-doubt, yeah, she got magic powers, bruh. Like, you know how easy you could demonstrate the ability to, to detect high concentrations of death? Just grab a participant, have double blinds, the researchers don't know, and just lead them through some rooms. But every test that's ever been done of that variety never bear the random chance. I'm sure people know by now that in, in trials of uh, eyewitnesses, on average, 50% are mistaken in their perceptions. That's why eyewitness testimony is no longer sufficient to convict anyone of anything. It can only be used as supportive evidence or to, to lead people to investigate other matters. How, but how can you go so long in your life to be in a situation, a ghost tour, that is designed explicitly to make people not feel okay, dark rooms, unfamiliar environments, strangers, and then to see a person cry on the floor or be emotionally overwhelmed and not think to yourself, well, I guess she wasn't doing well. Instead, you think, oh, my perception of her not being well uh, my, uh, my perception of her being well must be accurate, therefore there must be a supernatural explanation. P people like this vote. Like, the most, the most interesting thing about Joey's story, if taken as factual, is how, mag how miraculous it would be for a person to override biological principles of, like, fight or flight, to feel perfectly okay in a quarantine facility where hundreds of people have died, when untold suffering occurred, to be perfectly okay in nights, surrounded by strangers while being told uh, potentially dark and terrible stories, to be perfectly okay. 
Like, Joey has literally every reason external to his perception to suggest that she wasn't okay. Doesn't care. Supernatural. Either on the- either in reality, where she has a sixth sense, it doesn't make sense for her to be okay walking through a quarantine facility, because obviously she should be detecting death everywhere. In the case where she doesn't have this ability, it also doesn't make sense for her to be okay, because no one would be okay in that situation. You know? But Joy would be like, but man, she was in the room! Imagine, if you will, that she didn't break down in the room, she broke down just outside the door. He'd be like, man, she was just about to walk into that room! Imagine she was in the hallway, my guy. We had just walked into the area with a room where people were euthanized. If you were in the room next door, it's like, man, we were right next to the room where a bunch of people were euthanized. If she just walked into the building, my guy, my guy, in that building, a bunch of people being euthanized. How do you explain that? When you don't have a specific thing you're testing for, and all you're doing is searching for something to confirm an already existence of belief, you can fucking find you can always find something. But the Joeys of the world exist in every form of discourse. And so why stress about it? There's more, there's more that I can say though, like, try to define the supernatural chat. And ask anyone who believes it, ask them to define it in positive terms, rather than simply negation of the natural. Like, if tomorrow we found out that people could actually predict the future, or, or talk to the dead, that would just be Tuesday. You'd be like, oh, I lost my keys. Oh, you know what? Frank. Frank, he, he died three weeks ago. He was the guy who uh, lost all my keys. I'll go down, talk to Christine. She gives me good rates, and I'll get her to, talk, to bring up Frank, and we can ask him where the keys are. You know, I'm sure he's not doing much, right? That'd just be Tuesday. Anything that is sufficiently established to exist, to have, have predictive capability of the future and uh, practical application in our lives that we can rely upon, it just becomes a part of the world. And we, uh, we use it uh, to whatever extent it's useful to us. Anything that has not been sufficiently evidenced is pushed into the supernatural. But it's not just not sufficiently evidenced. It's anything that the lion's share of the evidence is against, that, that only exists in people's feelings. It's the stuff that the second you try to test it, it vanishes. Or it simply cannot be tested at all. You know, it... Once upon a time, when people had mystical, spiritual ideas, they would say, oh, you know, it's, it's under the sea. We went under the sea, we didn't find it. Well, well, then it's, uh, you know, it's in the clouds. We went in the clouds, didn't find it. Well, then it's outside the earth. We went outside the earth, didn't find it. It's like, well, now it's in another dimension. It's, um, it's, an, it's in another dimension that you can't detect in any way, shape, or form, but it does inf interface with the material world. How? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. How do we detect it? How do you know it's there? Well, I have feelings sometimes. Well, can we measure these feelings? No. But I swear it's there, bruh. I got feelings. Would you, would you like to take, take a look at the psych research about how your brain is bad? We've got, we got many decades of it, man. Demonstrable stuff. Explanations for every feeling that you have showing that more than likely, the, at least the evidence suggests it's complete nonsense. Just endless amounts of it. Explanations that we can demonstrate in a lab. Nah. I got feelings, man. And I know what I, know what I saw. I know what I felt, bruh. It's just, how do these people tie their shoes? I remember once, Ninja, on the H3H3 podcast, was like, yeah, man, I, I got some ghost stories. I was upstairs, and my radio downstairs, my, my speakers, turned on. No explanation. Went downstairs. There's nothing around. Turned it off. Ghost, man. How do these people tie their shoes, man? And you ask them, like, right, 
So with Joy's sister, and you say, how, how about, like, listen to this. There is currently a bacteria that exists that we just have yet to be able to detect, only occurs with high concentrations of death, and your sister has an allergic response to it that makes her emotional. Why is this not a bad explanation? We know bacteria exists. We can confirm it. We've, 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 there's been bacteria we haven't found before. You know, dead bodies do have been known to make illnesses and, and cause bacteria and whatnot. And be like, nah, it's definitely spirits. Why? It's fun. Makes them feel good. Special. Magic. Why, why would people who got euthanized 200 years ago still be hanging around in, a, in an individual room? Mm-hmm. Why would Joey's sister, who has a sixth sense for death, not sense the death going in the building, not sense the death when she goes in the hallway, not sense the death when she's in the walkway to the room? Only when she's in it, does the essence of death, spirits, whatever, high concentration death, does that, does that respect the boundaries of walls? Have you got these spirits who are knocking on the wall going, oh man, this craftsmanship, this is some good shit. I think I'm gonna hang out here for 200 years. And Joey's sister, you know, it's sure she can detect death. She got six cents, but but only when she goes in the room. See, spirits, they respect walls. She is perfectly fine. Before she went in that room, my dude, she's getting closer and closer to high concentration of death. No experiences. Perfectly fine. Six cents, but it's an all or nothing thing. Sure, if 10 people died in a room, nothing. 11 though, 100%. But this is, this is a belief that Joey has that he was willing to share in front of over a million people. And you want me to change the world? Change people's minds? The people I pity most in the world are those who their livelihoods are somehow dependent upon changing other people's minds. I am so blessed not to be in that circumstance. Just by coincidence, I saw this yesterday. What is a supernatural event that happened in your life that just cannot be explained? One night I had a dream about my grandpa who had died almost 20 years prior. We were in his home and he kept telling me, we need to clean the house. We need to get the house ready. When I asked him why, he said, she's coming home. My grandma, his wife of 50 years, died the next day. So if you ever want to know if something truly cannot be explained by chance alone, uh, invert it. Think of a world where this never happened by chance. So I was doing some research and it turns out over the billions of people who have ever lived or who ever will live, none of them ever had a dream like this where coincidentally their grandmother died the next day. Not even one. We're considering the future as well. So tens of millions of years of human history, billions upon billions of people, not, this never happened even once. That'd be a very strange world, wouldn't it? You'd be like, how is that possible? Not even one singular person coincidentally having a dream about their grandfather telling them about house cleaning and their grandmother dying the next day. How, how could that even possible? Not even one time? Wow. This event happening by chance is what you would expect of a reality without the supernatural. Because we dream about random shit all the time, especially stuff that's concerning to us. And you would expect sometimes that this event should just occur by chance. The person happens to have a dream that at least alludes to the idea of uh, one of their significant others dying and then the person dying the next day. Because there's just that many people having dreams and that many people dying. And eventually you would think at least they would sync up occasionally. But think about the implications of this if this really was a supernatural event. This grandfather apparently has the ability to give information to their grandchildren from beyond the grave. And they use this ability to talk about how he personally in the afterlife needs to clean his home. Why would he give this information to his grandchild? His grandchild couldn't help with the cleaning. 
the amount of information that the dead could give to the living, and this is the chosen thing. And we have to ask about the implications of every other grandfather who's died. Why isn't every grandfather giving information from beyond the grave? Do, do other grandfathers just not love their grandchildren as much as this grandfather loved his grandchildren? Oh, I can't believe me my dead grandparents just don't love me as much as this guy loved his grandchild. With the premise that this can happen, and then for assuming that it doesn't happen very often for some reason, perhaps it's very difficult, what was the grandfather's goal here? To give him an extra day's warning before his grandmother dies, not telling him how to save his grandmother, something, just, just giving that information, like, hey bro, just so you know, you're gonna find out like a bunch of hours from now, but grandma's gonna die, just so you know. What, what's the point? Grandpa, with an afterlife house for some reason, having a conversation with his living grandson, he's like, yo bro, by the way, grandmother's gonna die, like, tomorrow, just so you know. Why? The implications of this being true are absurd. But to this person, despite that this is clearly explainable by chance, believes it to be unexplainable, as do 30,000 people who upvoted it. These people vote. I found the Joey story thing so funny that I rambled about it twice, so here's, here it is again. I'm saying basically the same stuff in different ways. He sincerely believes that his, his sister can detect death and mass death, or like, well, we don't know the extent of her powers. She could be using this ability, if it could be demonstrated, to find dead bodies, find missing people, determine historically where massacres happened for the benefit of the historical uh, societies and whatnot. But she's not doing this, apparently. And you gotta ask why? And the answer, of course, is that every single time one of these things is t tested in controlled circumstance, where blind study, the people are put into rooms and they need to detect if something's happened there, they can never do it. They can never do it. Wonder why? As, as we've got more technology and learn more about the world, we haven't found more of this stuff, we found less. Every single time this can be tested, it turns out to be nothing. And Gar's like, now nah, I believe it because there's just too many reports of this kind of stuff for, for it to have nothing behind it. There is something behind it. Human brains suck. In, in paranormal situations around the world and throughout history, there is no common element, no common element except one, the human brain. The human brain is the single common element throughout every mystical paranormal story throughout all of human history. If you try to cross-reference all of them to find like common elements, it's the Anna, what the spirits want, how they manifest, where they manifest, how you detect them, who can detect them. No, no methodology for how they're doing this, but there's no commonality. But the brain is there. Like I can go, okay, so what we've got over here is 807 biases that the average person is susceptible to every day. And, and human flaws like auditory, visual hallucinations, we all have them, right? Or at least a significant amount of people do. Your ability to um, alter your memories, create fake memories. I've got this, this like decades long research showing how bad your brain is. I've got, I can, I can give you 17 different explanations for what you're experiencing. And they look at these and go, wait, these explanations say that I'm shit. I don't like those explanations. Fuck them. It's, it's the death juices. The invisible death juices that, that just happen to exist sometimes. But again, th think of how silly Joey's explanation is here. It is literally, it's not as though, um, throughout his life, his sister, is going through a room and going, okay, I gotta Google to make sure there wasn't any death in this room. Ah, uh, no, nah, no death, so my reaction was good. 
it's not as though, like, if she walked past a building where a massacre had happened last week, she wouldn't know. She would have no way of knowing that she, she's um, received a, um, a false, a, a bit of evidence against her ability to detect death. The only times she would ever check if she's um, detecting death is in these particular situations where she happens to be in a building, in a, in a place where death has occurred. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's just so funny and absurd. Shoei's surely smart enough to sit down and think about it for five minutes and realize that what he's saying is quite silly. Right? But you can go on like this forever. It's just, there are two different paranormal s situations. One, that we can investigate. And every single time they investigate, nothing is found. It's either shown demonstrably to be something else, or there is no evidence that anything occurred at all. Or it is beyond our ability to investigate. And then we have endless potential demonstrable explanations related to human psychology that would perfectly explain it, but we can't definitively apply specifically one. And in those circumstances, the people go, well, I do like my invisible stuff that I have no ability to demonstrate or detect in any capacity, but it makes me feel good though. So human brain shit versus, man, there's some pretty cool shit out there, man. Cool shit works for some people, you know? All of this stuff, very easily explainable with human psychology. But for some people, that's just not a nice enough story. Gotta go with the magic death juices. But yeah, like you can see why making a video like that is pointless though. Because that, thinking about it for five minutes and realizing how absurd it sounds, you could do that if you, re if you, if you care. But the story is clearly more interesting. Like, like, Joey is on one hand claiming that his sister can detect death, but at the same time saying that while walking through a quarantine facility, she at no point felt anything until she went into a particular room. Did, did people not die in the other rooms? She's apparently skipping through these rooms. But it just, just shows that people embellish stories. They misremember things. They, they add things to... Because they want people to believe them, so they have to trim down the fat. They want to feel like they're not silly for believing these things. So they, they amp them up in their minds and they change their memories and... Humans suck. Like, you, anyone who takes a psych course, or even just a philosophy course, like, coming out of it, you're like, you begin to question, like, everything you believe. Or, or what you, you claim to hold for certain, what, what you remember. You second guess yourself all the time because you realize how fallible you are. But if you haven't gone through this, it's just like, oh, yeah, man, I ho heard Frank saw a ghost last weekend. It's pretty crazy, <laughs> you know. I once spoke to this guy who was explaining to me why he believed in angels. And he said to me, I come from a tradition that says that angels are active in the world and they protect humanity, but specifically righteous believers, of which he believed himself to be one. And he further elaborated and said, while these angels are always present, they're not equally present every day. There are more of them and they are more active on particular days. And he says the day that they're most active and they're the most numerous is Thursday. And he says, you know how I know these angels exist? When I go out on Thursdays, I feel the safest compared to any other day. I can feel them there. I feel safer. Therefore, I know them to be real and my beliefs to be justified. Now, I expect most of you will understand like the flaw in that reasoning there and what was likely going on. Uh, the rest of you who can't immediately recognize that probably believe in the supernatural. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.